Thursday, the 27th of July, 2023. Just in case you forgot what year it was, it's the Tahiwa Soomano and Evie. This is where you say something. I forgot what I was going to say. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I, I don't know what happened there. I, I don't know. Okay, go again, go again. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. Right, 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 right. <laughs> Uh, uh, the Tahi uh, Thursday, July 27th, 2023 uh, With Soomano and Evie Hi <laughs> <laughs> Kia ora. Uh, Good morning, good afternoon, good night Whenever you're listening to this We hope you're having a wonderful time We are, obviously, very apparently Having a good time why do you look I, abnormally confused this know. morning on the I show? I, I like forgot how to talk this morning. Yeah. <laughs> I've been through a lot in the last since the last. You show. had a full night's rest. You actually like, by, by all things considered, we would consider that a Thursday sleep in because you got up at six. Yeah, I got up at uh, six instead of four because I slept in, and then I boosted it here, and now I clearly am really Somehow confused about not... what I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, I've been through a lot. I now know the uh, the triumphs. The defeats, the highs and lows, the epic highs and lows of women's football. Because as someone who's been into sports now for about two solid weeks, um, <laughs> experiencing our first loss was it was rough. Uh, sports are real cool when you win, eh? Like yeah. way better, way better vibes. But um, yeah, if you missed it, the football ferns unfortunately did not uh, win against the Philippines, uh, the Women's World Cup the other night. A historic win for the Philippines. Though. I was real happy for them. It's the first time they've like scored a goal yeah. at a World Cup. Like they did great. Like they looked start, like good for them. Like, yeah. you know, whatever. But like um yeah, I've really real wanted to win and I got real real upset and That's, yeah. now I get it. People getting real upset. I don't I still don't really get how you know, like in, in the UK, it's happened where like a team will lose. People start like rioting in the streets. I still don't know how you get there, mm. but I was mm. I was quite mad inside the home. I was I was I was like yelling yeah. at the ref and stuff. If we were um, if we treated our sports the same way the British do, as an Auckland Blues fan, there would have been like three years where Auckland would have been in a perpetual crisis. <laughs> <laughs> we were just constantly riding. So yes, I know what yeah. it's like to lose and like you to support a team and lose. I'm an Auckland Blues fan. It's been tough. Well, right. late, latest latest years have been uh, pretty decent, pretty decent. So yeah, but um, shout out to the football friends. Regardless, we just love to see them show up. They so. are so cool as well. Yeah. Like even so, there was a bit in the game, and this is where I started getting upset. Mm. There was a bit in the game where we we did get a goal, and it was so cool. It was like a header. It was it was sick. Yeah, and then they were like, nah. You were offside, and they did this like little graphic of like yep. Hannah Wilkinson being like two centimeters offside. Yep. Do I fully have a grasp on what offside means? Absolutely not. But did I think that was the wrong call? Also, yes, I was like, like, no, she wasn't offside. Are you crazy? I but don't know what offside is, but I don't think she did that. My vibes right? were that we got the goal, <laughs> and we should have whatever. But again, very new to being in sports. <laughs> very new, but yeah, epic highs, epic lows, man. The the triumphs and defeats of women's football. Well, bruh, well, we're, still, we're still got a chance to get through, though. Yeah, who are we playing next? Uh, Switzerland. Yeah, down with the Swiss, eh? Yeah. You um, know? Yeah. I, I, we could, you know, we're going to do it. We're yeah. going to do it. it yeah. We're going to do it. Yeah. We're going to do it. Wait, when's the next game? Sunday. Sunday. Well, for Ferns, it's, or it could be right now. I'm pretty sure it's Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, sportscaster Evie, very glad to have you up in the building. Today on the show, we got some very special guests. Later on in the uh, episode, we are catching up with Blake. Yeah. Um, but to kick off the show, we have our illustrious Pacific Music Award nominated singer-songwriter, Jordan with a Y. 
our illustrious guest, Jordan with a Y. Kia ora, thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me. It's um, it's cool to finally meet you. I've worked with your brother for like years. Yeah. Like previous to this place, and I remember he, he like he was so proud of you and like so excited to show you, uh, show us your music, and now to see you like, like I saw your Y anthem thing, and I was like, man, Jordan's come like a really long way. Yeah. How yeah. long? How long? Because you were all grew up like doing a lot of music in the church and that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Church family worship band. The yeah. Whole. I feel like a lot of um, Polynesian families get it, you know, like yeah. all the family band situation. But probably in the last like two or three years, kind of started taking music a bit more seriously. Mm. Mm. Yeah, because you were. I think that's when you started really like releasing singles on like streaming services and stuff like yeah. that. Eh? Yeah. What was the name of your first single? It's called Te Ao Marama, that's and it was right. um, like a, just a, a ballad. Mm. Yeah, mm. sad, sad girl vibes. But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone, hey, you gotta, you gotta do your sad songs. Everyone has to, you know. Um, do, do you feel like? You've grown as a musician even over those last two, three years with your sound? Have you found a different direction? Yeah, and I think just doing singles, you're not committed to a full body of work. So I've really had the freedom to explore a bunch of sounds. So I think I've learned about myself that naturally I always lean into kind of R&B sounds. Mm. Um, but I've been having fun, like, just doing what I want. Really. That's the important part, eh? <laughs> I think you yeah. actually raise a really good point, like, not committing to a... St- an EP with a single sound does give you that freedom. Was that strategic or did it just kind of work out that way? Yeah, both. It's like strategic and also I don't know what I'm doing. So, you know, a nice little balance of both of those things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I do want to do that. I'd love to work on a on a body of work I've got. It just takes a lot of work. Mm. When I think about how much work goes into one single, I look at all the artists who release their albums, their EPs, and yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty amazing. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I've been... I think growing up with like a hip hop background and seeing like working with hip hop musicians, I was surprised to see um, like R and B, soul, and jazz. Like you artists can finish an EP and not have it released for like a year or two because that process is just yeah, it's a long process. Yeah, and then I suppose a lot of musicians I realize are perfectionists, right? And when you're hearing mm. the same thing, I think you can be your harshest critic. So it takes a lot to put it out yeah do you do you have a do you have a process for battling that over perfection because like i know seeing I've, I've watched swiss and tree make music and i watch them both at a certain point just step away and just be like somebody else handle this Clever. otherwise they, i love tree yeah shout oh, out. incredible but do you have a process like for like not over complicating things or getting too perfectionist yeah i think i'm probably the opposite of a perfectionist <laughs> Uh, I'm a super collaborative mm. worker and so I think I know my limitations I'm not a producer mm. and there's just I'm, I'm able to see like producers have this ear that I don't necessarily have the mm. sounds that they can hear the hits that they can hear um, I just don't have that natural ability so mm. I'm learning along the way but I, it's pretty easy for me to um, do my part and then not be too precious about it mm. like as long as the core of what I want to say is in the song then I'm always willing for people to not a lot of people you know people that you're trusting um, to have that same amount of input into the song I think collaboration is the source to be honest yeah yeah mm. I think there was a, like something I when I, we had Eddie in a couple months ago Eddie was saying um that he has learned over time as like a hardcore producer to that he needs to collaborate more essentially because like sometimes he can get a little too like how would I explain it he, he basically was saying like he can like fall in love with an idea too much and like commit to that idea and then like not hear the artist out sometimes <clears throat> and he's like learning to let go of that I imagine it's a difficult process collaborating but once you get the hang of the day yeah I think I think to be honest being brown is 
it makes collaborating so much more easier, right? Mm. Like we grew up in family dynamics. Yeah. My family and I, we know how to have like a good fight to get to. Oh yeah. To get yeah. to the place that you want to be. And it's a good fight. Like a there's, good a, there's, fight. there's 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 a. You get somewhere with it, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, healthy things. Yeah, <laughs> not in any way not, toxic. Not you know? the it's toxic like... things. <clears throat> so, nah. but that's sort of like how you approach your collaborative is like you just feel like you're quite naturally have a hang of it. Yeah, I think, and I think I'm, a, I'm an extroverted anyway, mm. so I'm naturally better with people. Mm. Um, I can do the solo thing. Like, I think it's important to start writing a song like that, just to find what you actually want to say. Uh, but then at some point. I just think we're better together. Mm. Like you just have a lot of people who are experts in their field, so let them be the expert at what they're good at. Mm. Um, yeah, and then have a little fight about it, like whether you like it or not. <laughs> Conflicts. I suppose when, thing. when you're all passionate about it, eh? It does a uh, heighten that, yeah. heighten that ability to argue. I so actually, I'm curious about that because, like, I find like a lot of artists, especially vocalists, have a tendency to be very introvert. How do you think being an extrovert has change the way that you make music uh, do you feel like it gives you a different edge <clears throat> i don't know i think i'm just like i think it probably gives me a little bit of confidence in the studio mm. like i know producers that i've worked with will just make comments around like i just don't care i don't care if i sound terrible i don't care if i try mm. something and it fails because because mm. you're working on the song right you want the best for the song um and so it kind of like decenters myself in the process mm. um, so that everyone is just working on the song you mm. know like we're not all focusing on me even though I'm delivering the song mm. I think it just helps um, people then put in like the energy that goes into the song I like that idea that everyone is equally putting into something that we then present to everyone else mm. um, yeah so I think being an extrovert just kind of helps me want to hear what other people are wanting for the song as well that's um that's interesting that you like really highlight that you don't consider yourself like the main person of it i think that's like a really healthy way of looking at like creating music yeah like, serve the song yeah Do you know what i mean like, like let it be its own story i like that idea right mm. i've got an idea for a song and then once it's out people will have their own interpretations of it and mm. that's kind of the that's really special to me that it might not have it might have nothing to do with how i wrote it but the way people perceive it and what it means to them mm. like that's pretty cool yeah now the big reason we're catching up with you today you have been nominated for a pacific music award um for best female pacific artist exciting stuff um brown melodies right yeah. yeah um congratulations thank you i know and i am so like it already feels like a win like, i don't care about anything else now yeah i being nominated in the amazing artists that i'm nominated alongside across the board not just mm. in my category is like that's a win that's yeah a win. i always tell people like getting nominated is huge it's massive it feels massive yeah there's only four artists in a category wow to make that like you know nomination that's like that is a big achievement on its own like yeah. win or lose like i always feel like you've already won at that point you know but i still have i have good high hopes for you because you've had a one especially this last like yeah, you've had a phenomenal run. Your Wire mm. to Anthem was phenomenal. Mm. I was a big fan of that. Also hinted at some new music on the way. Yes. Wonderful. Yeah, it's going to be a good year for singles. Um, yeah, i got another single dropping sort of end of August, early September vibes, and then another one in September. Um, yeah, so it's pretty fun. All right, and where's it's the best place people can follow you and stay up to date with those releases and, 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 and other stuff, Jordan? Yeah, probably Instagram because... 
Um, I'm trying to be a TikTok girl, but I don't know. <laughs> I, don't I know. yeah, I'm I really don't get trying it. to learn. Yeah, I feel out of touch sometimes. Um, Jordan with a Y though. Yeah. Everywhere. Yeah, that's W H Y. Jordan with a W. Do you know what I do? I'm I got. I'm gonna confess to you. Do you know what I nearly did? And I emailed Quincy. I nearly wrote Jordan with an A and then with Y a with W H Y. It's and been I'll, done. Yeah, yeah. I get the emails. I'm yeah. like, You know what? It's okay. Takes a minute. Takes a minute. Uh, But thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, I'm very grateful to um, have you on the show, and I'm pretty stoked to finally meet you. Yeah, uh, sure for having me. Excited for your future. So, yeah, congratulations on the PMA nom. I'm excited for whatever this year brings you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Right now, it's time for a brand new segment here on the Tahi. Brand new, baby. Brand new. It's fresh. Uh, Welcome to... Art Toll, where we fill you in in what's happening in arts around Aotearoa. Yeah, we're going to fill you in. We're going to fill you in. All right. Art Toll. Uh, starting us off, Muru, uh, the highest grossing New Zealand film in 2022. Ooh. It's you. You've seen Muru. Yeah, right. yeah, 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 yeah. I think it was really yeah. cool because I mean it was essentially a, it was it's not quite a biography but it's a reimagining of the Tiruero raids, um, and it's a gr- I think it was like a really cool opportunity for people who didn't know a lot about the Tiruero mm. raids to be introduced to that. Uh, the action thriller Muru has been unveiled as the highest grossing New Zealand film in New Zealand in 2022 at the New Zealand Motion Picture Industry Co- Council Conference. Um, the film, can you believe this? released at the beginning of September. So it was only out in 2022 for like three, four months. Wow. And what it became the, the, the number one New Zealand film in New Zealand for the year with four months on the clock. Slay, slay. Huge. Um, up next, Talk To Me. Talk To Me, nice. All right, Talk To Me is a brand new film by uh, YouTubers, actually, if you can believe this, Raka Raka, two Australian uh, YouTubers who had were like very famous for making a lot of uh, like YouTube shorts, short films and things like that and skits and stuff. This is their debut film uh, with production company A24. And you already know what kind of film you're in store for if A24 is behind the production. It looks beautiful. I am off to see it tonight. I've been given tickets. Um, so I'm going to go check that out. I'm very much looking forward to it. Uh, I believe the lead actress is uh, Indigenous Australian. Uh, we've also got some Samoans in there. It's very cool. I'm very excited. It's a horror. So I'm also on the edge of my seat. What else do we have, Evie? Elemental Nights, uh, Auckland's whoa, hottest whoa. winter festival, uh, has been extended by two festival. nights. Yay! So uh, it's extended another two days over August 12th and August 13th up in Tamaki Makoto. And the new shows are Stan Walker, um, who will be supported by some of Auckland's best emerging artists, and that will be at the Viaduct Event Centre. And then the new event, another one, is to Wahine. Uh, which is some of Tam- Tamaki Makoto's most talented female artists. And on that lineup, get ready, Anika Moa, Oof. Annie Crummer, Georgia Oof. Lines, and Bo Runga, backed by an all-woman band. You don't want to miss that one. It's going to be at the um, Cloud <laughs> fan space for the oh, for the man. FIFA World Cup. It's going to be really cool. I'm definitely going to go. I love Annie Crummer. I love Annie Crummer. I mean, I love, I love, I love Yeah, I love them all, like, really, but Annie Crummer. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Like, and that, ladies and gentlemen, is should we say it at the same time? That concludes the first ever edition of three, two, one. Atoll. Okay, so in Fielding, which for those who don't know is a town near Palmerston North, 
So if your so biggest local center North is Island. Yeah, yeah. If your biggest yeah. local center is Palmerston North. <laughs> you're looking you're looking at a pretty rural sort of vibe. But feel I've been to fielding. No beef on fielding. But on Wednesday morning a loud boom and explosion shook the whole area and a lot of people were wondering, is it an earthquake? Some of the clouds turn orange. It was very spooky. It was very spooky mm. vibes. But a uh, planetary astronomer mm. says it was most likely burning pieces of asteroid entering the atmosphere, um, which feels very Tom Cruise movie to me. It feels very movie. It's very spooky. Tom Cruise, Bruce Willis. Yeah, what's that one? Bruce Willis was the With one Dakota who Dakota Fanning, War of the Worlds. War of the yeah. That's actually, this is of. exactly how. War of the Worlds began was all the asteroids crashed and they were like what and then the tripods emerged well, Mars invades you know look out um, for that fielding um, <laughs> hey best, best of luck fielding in I the hope alien Tom Cruise invasion. doesn't show up yeah. anytime soon for you guys yeah. you know, you've been through enough you don't deserve that the thing I find interesting though is if there's asteroids you know dropping mm. through stars essentially yeah, right pew, pew, coming in I wonder what the um, astrology girlies reckon about that. As a Sagittarius, what mm. does a bunch of asteroids falling down on fielding mean for mm. me and my week? Yeah, so like, as there's like Mercury rising, is this like Mercury crashing? You or know, is it like the asteroids in Gatorade or yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause I really I mean, want like... someone to tell me though. I mean this genuinely. I want to know if it means anything. I'm sure. I'm sure there's some. Imagine this, right? You're an astrology girly in fielding. And you're outside, charging your crystals mm. under the sun, and then all of a sudden, that's got to mean something to you, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. They'll know. Okay, if you're in fielding, you're an astrology girly, hit me up. We want to hear from we you. We want to know what's going on. Um, but yeah, explosion and <laughs> fielding. <laughs> uh, separate from the one that just happened, are we getting, really, like, how many Yeah, there was other one down south. Yeah. Um, Which they haven't confirmed whether or not it was an asteroid. I think they, the problem was they actually came out and were like, that wasn't a meteor. Yeah, they don't know what that was. Yeah. I haven't heard, actually, we'll check for updates on that. I'm not sure. My question is... Where's next? Yeah, where's next? Yeah. And if there are aliens coming, why are they going to, like, fielding? Yeah. No disrespect to fielding again. Yeah, but, but, and also, like, the South... So, I mean, like, for it to be balanced, right, it's got to be Waiheke. Ooh. Great Barrier. I yeah, don't know. Just feel like, or something next. Yeah, yeah, it's got to, to just to be fair. Yeah. So that we have like regional coverage. Yeah. 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 Uh, hear that asteroids? <laughs> you know to don't go discriminate. Next. All right. Speaking of a uh, world-ending events, Barbenheimer. Mm. Well, maybe more specifically, Oppenheimer. I don't think Barbie's like a cataclysmic event. It's a cultural shift. Right, but uh, Barbie. Oppenheimer. Many have debated whether or not Barbie or Oppenheimer is a better film. Which one's better? Which one's more unique? But us being the Tahi, we talk a lot about music, we talk about culture a lot. It's kind of our thing. Mm. I felt that we should focus on the more pressing matter. Barbenheimer soundtracks. I don't know if you know this, but while Barbie also has a soundtrack, so does Oppenheimer. Mm. It is... 24 songs long it is almost two hours worth of audio <laughs> and it is entirely by Ludwig Ludwig I don't know how to pronounce his last name so um, Ludwig G is how we're going to pronounce him um, he produced for Childish Gambino back in the day he's done a lot of films and things like that Ludwig is the man on the flip side the Barbie soundtrack Barbie soundtrack it's got everybody it's cut 
it's it got everybody quite realistically does have everybody. Produced, like, you know, looked over, curated by none other than Mark Ronson. Mark Ronson. That's crazy that Mark we didn't Ronson. get Ra- Mark Ronson out of here years ago. He's very talented. Mm. He can do anything. Mm. I truly believe in Mark Ronson. <laughs> Genuinely. Mark Ronson we trust. Um, what? There's uh, Ice Spice. Yeah, there's... Uh, do you want... Okay, you run, me run, through, through? run me through. You want run me through. These are heavy yep. hitters. Yeah. These yep. are heavy hitters. Dua Lipa, also known as Dula Peep. Uh, you've got Ice Spice. Mm. Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj. Uh, 50-50. K-pop group in there. Tame Impala. Charlie. Mm. XCX. Billie Eilish. Pink Panthers. Khalid. Lizzo. Haim. Sam Smith. Ryan Gosling. Come on. But over on the Oppenheimer side of things, we have a song named The Manhattan Project, which is pretty huge. Ground Zero, What Have We Done? What Have We Done? There's a song in there called Meeting Kitty. I haven't seen it yet, so like, I'm sure there's context, but I'm just like, what the fuck is Kitty? What's <laughs> <laughs> going on, man? <laughs> it's, I... I... I want to say Oppenheimer, but I'm going to keep it a buck with you. Never, ever, ever in my life have I gotten in the car, somebody handed me the orcs, and I was like, do you guys want to listen to, I don't know, the theme song from Inception? Like, nobody's like, let me play the OST, baby. Like, Barbie's soundtrack is more along the lines of, like, one of those, like, it's almost like a playlist. Yeah, it's a playlist. Yeah, like, uh, in the same vein that the first Black Panther film had mm. like its own like playlist curated oh, by Kendrick Lamar yeah and that was phenomenal I think that's one of the best soundtracks we've ever had and then we had Barbie and that's up there Oppenheimer's like so I feel like they're in their own lanes and once again we have to meet in the middle and say that they are both special in their own way I think that Oppenheimer having a song called What Have We Done about yeah, a movie so good. where like, they make a nuclear bomb mm, is like that's good I'm yeah. into that because yeah, what yeah. what have we done here yeah what have we um, done but obviously I think the the Barbie probably wins. Yeah, yeah, I mean, come right. on. Yeah, we'll Charlie XCX got to write another song about driving really fast. She loves that, and she's great she at it. She loves driving really fast. She loves, I don't, you, know. you know what? She read a thing that she doesn't even have a license. She doesn't even drive. Really? Yeah, she just likes to talk about it, I guess. Love her. <laughs> but I think it's really funny that she's, like, known for writing, like, fast car songs where she doesn't drive a car. Who's an artist that you would have liked to have seen on the Barbie soundtrack? Um, Blackpink. You know, mm. like it's, I like we've got one like girl group on there. I would have liked to see a few more like really like girl group girl groups like, like you know mm. the like little mix or something. Yeah, like, you know I yeah. actually think would have made a great record for Barbie is Aradna. Yeah, Aradna should be on every soundtrack. Yeah, but every I actually soundtrack. like if there's like an artist who I actually like very wholeheartedly believed like would have suited that and would have made so much sense mm. and added to that is it's like it's like. It's so simple. It's a retina. Like, do you know who else would have wanted on there? Who? Miley Cyrus. Yeah. Miley Cyrus would have been really no, good no, on no, there. no, no. Hannah Montana. Hannah Montana. Hannah Montana would have been Hannah really. Hannah Montana. Oh my god! If she oh came back and did a god. song again as Hannah Montana, the made... world would start spinning the other way. Yeah. Like hundred gigs. No. <laughs> No, we're not doing that. We're not getting into that. No. There's only, like honestly, in my whole life, I've only ever disliked like one artist, and I don't want to be remembered for that. I don't want to be remembered for that. I like I like everything. You need to know. 
said that. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Sorry to that man. We are now joined by our second illustrious guest of the show, Blake. Got a brand new song coming out tomorrow. Breakdown, breakthrough, breakthrough, yes. breakdown, breakdown, breakthrough. Yes. Going that, out tomorrow. That is the correct sequence. Breakdown, breakthrough. Is it true that the song sort of was inspired by one of your friends, like, responding to one of your Instagram stories? Yes. I love it. Tell me about that. So I was just going on my daily mental health walk, and I was sitting down on um, the beach, and I just did a little Instagram story, and I said, I feel like I'm either on the verge of a breakdown or a breakthrough. And my friend Elliot replied and said, that would be a great song concept. (laughs) So I was like, oh... And then I went home and pretty much wrote the chorus straight away. And then I sent him back the voice note. And he was like, you better give me a cut of this song. And I was like, no. <laughs> Does he get a writing credit? No. No. no, no. I love that. It's like, it's so modern. I posted on my story and someone said, that would make a great song. <laughs> yeah. um, I really like how the song touches on like imposter syndrome stuff. Mm. Is that something that you have struggled with? Yeah, 100%. I just, I feel like, because my background in music, I kind of started doing top lining and drum and bass, and then I worked for record labels in London, and I've kind of done different areas within the industry. So for me now, really focusing on my artist project, I kind of feel not like I'm on the back foot a little bit, but just started maybe a bit later than other people, and I don't know, there's just all these other insecurities, but I'm, like, slowly chipping away at them and not seeing them as, like, a disadvantage, but more an advantage. And, yeah, just trying to break down those sort of um, misconceptions I have, (laughs) like, for myself, you know? Um, The song itself is very cinematic. Like, it's Mm. sort of, like, atmospheric. It really, like, builds Mm. up. And then so is the video, which I understand you co-produced yourself? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, so... I'm very involved with every aspect of my project um, because I just want it. I mean, ultimately, the 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 song and the video has to represent me. So in my mind, everything kind of the ideas have to be driven from me. So I came up with the concept for the video when I was walking home from a um, house party once. I I fell asleep on the couch <laughs> so embarrassing um and I woke up at 5 30 in the morning and I was decided to walk home and it was all, the flat was on K road and the sky was like it was the sunrise it was pink and purple it was quite eerie because it's normally a very chaotic part of the city but it was sort of quiet but it was beautiful and I just loved that sort of it felt very cinematic so then I made a little TikTok video of that morning and then I decided that I would use that as sort of the concept for the music video and then tied the song with that together. I think that it's really interesting for people who might not know this about you that when you were in the UK and in 2017 around that time, you were working with drum and bass. Mm. You got nominated for Best Vocalist at the Drum and Bass Awards. Mm. If someone had just heard one of your songs, like more recent songs today, Mm. they would be probably really surprised to hear that. And what I'm interested to know is like, what are the similarities between making drum and bass and making alt pop? Mm. Well, I think within the drum and bass genre, I was doing top lining in. I because I come from like a pop songwriting background, I would always try and give the songs really, you know, a definitive structure to them. Um, 
And I think that is sort of the similarities between the stuff I was doing in drum and bass and the stuff I'm doing now. Um, I was listening to some random voice notes I did when I was 15, 16 of the first songs I wrote. And the, the songs were pretty terrible, but I, I've always had a very um, inherent ability to like have structure within a song and progression. So I think, yeah, that's the sort of thing that I would carry between those two um, genres. But yeah, I, I definitely feel like my songwriting now has just developed so much in the last three or four years. I've just really, yeah, really improved, which is really cool to sort of see. You posted on your Instagram a little while ago a wee newsletter about mm. all the different hats you wear as mm. a full-time musician and all of that extra work that goes into it. And I'm always really interested in that because I don't think that people generally understand how much admin-y, sort of background-y work there actually is to being a full-time musician. Mm. What does your day-to-day life look like when you're in that sort of cycle of doing all the extra <clears throat> stuff? Yeah, it really depends if I've got a release coming up or not because, I mean, my song's out tomorrow and the last two weeks have pretty much been, um, like, you know, doing the PR questionnaires and um, pitching forms and uh, social media planning and um you know invoicing and the uh, the budgets and submitting the drawdown funding for the grants and there's so much yeah administration that goes on behind the scenes to I mean every single piece of content you see on an artist profile has had work put in to make that piece of content whether that's coordinating a shoot or um yeah coordinating a session and then there's the steps within the production process of the production, the mixing, the mastering. And then once you've finished the song, there's the content creation to promote the song. So it's almost like, (laughs) it's kind of never ending. It's a lot, yeah. It is a lot, and that's just for one song. Um, Are you tired? (laughs) I'm really, yeah. Well, that's why I was in Queenstown for a week, just because I find it very hard to switch off, especially... You know, it's like anyone that's self-employed, it's like you are responsible for your own business and you are the difference between it succeeding and not succeeding. So it's kind of a lot of weight on your shoulders. Um, And I really care about what I'm doing as well. So if there's more I could be doing, I'll do it. But (laughs) recently I've actually realised I need to try and take more rest, um, which is something I'm still trying to figure out (laughs) but um yeah it was really nice to spend some time back at home yeah this is a personal question just for me because I'm really nosy um I love your onstage fashion and I love what you wore at the NZ on air showcase with the little pinned up top and the gloves and I need to know (laughs) where you're getting the clothes or who's helping you like what Um, is it I actually made that (gasps) (laughs) I was honestly I wanted to know because I wanted to unashamedly copy you was like my goal with this I was like she's gonna tell me where to get it and I'm gonna go get it but now it's a different question of well you sound really busy but if there's any extra time to make another commission a top um I so when I was in high school I used to um go to the op shops and buy all these secondhand clothes that were maybe didn't fit me properly and then I'd go home and cut them all up and re-sew them and make all these new little outfits and sewing's something that I really love to do but because music's quite time consuming I haven't had that much time to do that hobby of mine but um for the New Zealand on Air showcase I wanted to wear something that was 
quite definitive of my brand and I had this idea for the top and um I'm kind of broke as well so I was like I can't really afford to go out and buy spend tons of money on something and I wanted to wear something that's original so I thought well my friend lent me her sewing machine and just went and bought some fabric and yeah put it together that's awesome you do all your own songs your own admin your own videos your own outfits mm. real one woman show over here it's, it's mad I I'm yeah I'm grateful I have the skills to be able to do all these things but it will be amazing when I do start to build out my team a bit more and also I think it's good to be able to do everything yourself because in when you do get a team on board your gratitude and you become a bit more aware of what people are actually doing where I think if I had been signed from a young, super young age I wouldn't have necessarily learnt all the things I've learnt now because I wouldn't have had to do it whereas a lot of the stuff I do now especially like the production executive production stuff I do for my project is they're things that I've just had to do because I don't have the backing of a label behind me so it's pretty cool I mean I'm pretty I'm pretty great I've definitely <laughs> chosen a really hard route to try and do this and it does take more time but I think in the long run I can execute a project from start to finish on my own Thank you so much for joining us today. New single is out tomorrow. Tell us the best yes. places to hear it, see it, feel it. Ah, your favourite streaming platform. There you go. <laughs> Spotify? <Lots of> sense. <laughs> I guess Spotify is the main one, right? But just wherever. YouTube, there'll be music videos. What you see on the show is not always what you get. I think. some. Okay, so things, obviously, we're not the only time we're at work is not when we're recording. We also hang around after we record. And that is sometimes where we come up with the best ideas, like last week. Harry, you mind running us through this uh, 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 theological uh, thought process, thought experiment of yours? Yeah, absolutely. I can. (laughs) Come on, come on, come on with a little bit of energy, man. It's it's nearly the weekend. Yeah, Yeah. I would like to tell you more. I cash on me for the first time in forever. Nice. It's kind of a redundant almost thing now, isn't it? Cash. Mm. Um, I think because I was excited because it's like I can use the vending machine it's not going to put a $5 hold on my card for my $2 um, can of fizz it's just going to cost me the cash I have and then it's it's like you feel like you're not spending money sometimes mm. it's like you give it away and your account stays the same balance mm. but you still brought something mm. so um, I came up with this brilliant idea for a bit of show content which is my rankings of New Zealand currency. Mm. I want to actually clear part of that up. I don't know that you came up with it for show content. You just sort of started doing it yeah. and then turned around in your chair and were like, here's what I think about yeah. the different currencies. And then you said, write that down for next week's <laughs> show. Let's go, Harry. Let's go bottom bottom to top. Quick thoughts on, on each one as well. Um, coming in at 10th place in New Zealand currency is the 10 cent coin. Now, the 10 cent coin, obviously, not rocket size, is the lowest um, amount of currency. Also, you just can't buy anything for 10 cents anymore. It's not the kind of place May the as well be at. trash. Yeah. Might as well just throw it in the bin. May as well. The only thing 10 cents were good for was back when you used to give your friend like $20 for their birthday, but you'd go to the bank and get out all 10 cent coins. No, you used to be able to go to the dairy and you could get lollies for like 2 cents. Okay, that, Remember that? And you'd use, 10 cents you'd use 10 cents and you could get 5 lollies. 
for 10 cents. Like, that was like back when you could buy individual lollies. Make your own lolly bag. Inflation ruined that one. Oh, Am my I right? God. Am I right? It's going to be a theme of this whole rankings is, is the lolly system. Mm. Um, but yeah, 10 cents. Pretty much worthless nowadays. Uh, coming in at number nine. It's probably not what a few people think, but it's actually the $5 note. Why? It should be for the $5. Yeah. It's smaller than other notes in size. Because it's a smaller denomination. Yeah, I know. But like when you're lining up your notes in your wallet, it's smaller. That's your only critique. And it's like bronzy orange. It's not a good colour. It's hard it? to critique. What's I mean, we're, Okay, we're no, really, hold on. We're talking about Why? money. Wait. We've got to nitpick it, you know? What's, what's your beef with orange? Uh, it's just I, someone had to be ninth out of ten, and the five dollar note is it? It's the shittest note. Harry hates gingers. Okay, moving on. Confirmed. Next one, number eighth place eight. out of ten. The one dollar coin. I That's hate lower this, than this, I thought it would be. I I don't mind a one dollar. Yeah, I quite like it. Who doesn't like a gold coin? It's, it's nice gold, little. but it's worth a fifth of the bronze note. It just doesn't make sense in the Olympic medal ranking system. The note is not bronze. The coin is bronze. It's copper, in fact. It looks gold. Let's be honest. What's next? I think it's supposed to be gold. <laughs> so over the already got even halfway. Uh, coming in at seventh place out of ten, the twenty cent coin. How is twenty cents I above a dollar? I think twenty cents is worse than the dollar. Person, I feel like because at least yeah. the dollar has some weight to it. A twenty cent is similar to a ten cent in the sense of like, why do I have this? Yeah, yeah. What that's am I doing so null and void these days. Who am I giving this to? You know what? It's only useful for when you go to the dairy and a can of soda is a dollar twenty. Slay. That's the only time. Yeah. It does happen though. It, does, it happen. does happen. Do you like Migos? Yeah. The twenty cent is a good offset. <laughs> okay. Coming in. How long did you think of that one? <laughs> it, just, it just came, came to me in the moment. Liam's trying to throw something at me. All right, um, what's next? All right, up next. Coming in at number six out of ten in the New Zealand currency <laughs> rankings, the $10 note. Mm. Okay. Mm. Okay. Mm. $10 yeah. is kind of what your grandma gives you, and she thinks it's a lot of money, but she hasn't really understood that inflation's happened. Yeah, Cosy loves grandma. Yeah. Cosy loves. And it's like, you've got a whole other year older, you've called your grandma like... 50 times during the year. You visit her like 20 times and all she can get you for your birthday is a $10 note. All I'm hearing is ungrateful. Yeah, I'm hearing beef on your grandma. Or, even worse, a $10 petrol voucher. But it's one of those ones that the petrol stations look like they don't really want to accept and some of them don't accept it. Mm. And you end up like spending more money driving around various petrol stations trying to spend the $10 petrol voucher. But that's not what we're here to talk about today. We're (laughs) here to talk about a $10 note being 6 out of 10. Mm. I quite like a $10 note. I think they're pretty. Nice colour. Yeah. Nice. What have we got up next? Uh, in fifth place, middle of the pack, out of 10, the $100 note. I can get with that. I've never had one. Yeah, exactly. It's just Literally un- unrealistic. I, um, whenever I have to give money in an envelope, I always get, if I had to get $100 out in cash, I always go and hit 80 so that I get four 20s and then I hit $20 again and then I have five $20 notes because mm. I feel like a $100 note just feels not as satisfying as having five twenty dollar notes it's just um spoilers I, yeah, and nobody ever no one accepts a hundred dollar note you ever try paying for anything with a hundred dollar note nobody people immediately the cashier will say do you have change mm. do you have anything smaller mm. yeah they're an obs- they're obsolete in that way yeah no one wants it they just look cool what's next uh fourth out of ten on the new zealand currency rankings the fifty cent coin. Do you like Very it? high up for the fifty cent coin. Highest, say, it's Harry. the highest. I, I want to know. I want to know the story here. Is it your grandma again, or do you like Pirates of the Caribbean? 
Yeah. There's a little ship on the fifty-cent coin. It's quite fun. <laughs> I don't know how much. Do you like you Orlando know? Bloom? Yeah. There's a boat on it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how much history you know about the endeavor, but do you we're like, not we're not fans of that over here. Do you like the Lonely Island in T-Pain? I don't like the Endeavour. Well, that's not my type of boat. They're on a, they're on a boat. <laughs> um, hey, it's like you like fifty cents is fun. It's a fun coin. It is always quite shiny. I find it's, a, it's which bigger is, is, as a magpie. It's, it's just bigger like, than the one dollar mm. coin. It's not as thick, but it's bigger. Mm. And arguably one of my top five New York rappers. What do we have next? Yeah. <laughs> Third out of ten on New Zealand currency rankings. You spoiled it before. The twenty dollar note. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's that's very a good. Note. It's a solid very note. Solid it's note. a solid note. Very yeah. solid. Everyone yeah. likes a twenty dollar note. When you think of money, you think of a green twenty dollar note. When you're in New Zealand, that yeah, just, yeah. It, it looks the most like a bit of money mm. of any of the New Zealand. Our money doesn't really always look like real money, eh? Money. Like it's it's like a plastic little shiny thing, and it's really mm. sparkly, and there's like a little hole in it. Mm. Um, so yeah, the twenty is I like the twenty. Yeah, mm. yeah. It's also the solid nominate. Like I don't know how I can't tell you how many times in my life I went to the ATM and just got twenty dollars yeah. out. Mm. You know, yeah. from fifteen on through twenty dollars, just a twenty dollar. Number two out of ten on the New Zealand currency rankings, the two dollar coin. Yeah, it's probably my favourite coin. It's got a good weight to it. Yeah, it's yeah. a nice size, you know. It's just, it's a solid unit. You can use it at the time zone. Mm-hmm. Mm. No, they don't. You have to, you have to, oh, you have, yeah, to, the you have to load the cards. cards. Yeah, yeah. And you know what annoys me too is now uh, games are like $2.50. Oh, get yeah. me Inflation, get me it's even affecting our arcade machines. Outside of inflation, though, tools can actually still get you, like most vending machines, some dairies and stuff, will still get you like a, a can of fizz. Yeah. Or a bag of, a small yeah, bag of Yeah, you get a creamy soda so for $2. So $2 is, is very valuable. You can also get like a terrible pie that they put out the day before that's still in the warmer for $2. Oh, uh, yeah. So I reckon yeah. You're, you're rocking a solid like $2.20, $2.50. That's where you need the 20 cent offset. Is that a, at one of those like off-brand gas stations? No, you know, the, there's a place across the road from here. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we shall. That place that shall not be named. Well, I guess that leaves us with only one option for number one. Yeah, if you've been following this whole eight-minute break, um, (laughs) you'll know there's only one potential uh, note left. It's a note, not a coin. The fifty-dollar note. Yeah. Congrats to the fifty-dollar. We talked about hundred being unrealistic, and we talked about twenty being kind of like the most pure form of money in New Zealand. The first thing you think of. Fifty dollar note is the last achievable note that really makes you feel like a baller. Mm. Yeah. You know how in rap songs, how they talk about bands being like a grand, right? Like mm. uh, fifty bands, hundred bands, whatever. I think the most realistic way you're ever gonna feel like a rapper is if you have like a stack of fifty dollar mm. bills. Mm. Oh, For right. whatever reason, poker player, you ever, other things. You've been in the club cash. and it's like, if you got a fifty dollar bill, put your hands up. And you're like, yeah, I got fifty bucks on me, bro. Yeah, it's a good feeling. Yeah, no, fifty's good. Nice color. Um, feels good to have because you're mm. like, oh, I got money. Mm. Um, you can spend it. Yeah. Easily. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Send us your money to rank. Yeah. Send us your money. Slay. <laughs> I would. I would argue. <laughs> I just want to throw in one last one before we wrap this up. The Anzac fifty cent coin to this day is my favorite coin of all time. It just oh. looks sick. It has a little poppy in the middle. Yeah. That thing is gangster. My right. favorite coins are those Lord of the Rings limited edition coins. They. Did I bet you got a few of those. Don't you? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. They're yeah, worth yeah. the money now. Yeah. Oh, well, right. that so, concludes our currency. Review. (laughs) Sorry to our interview guests today. They're getting cut short because this is staying.
Uh, <laughs> shout out to Five Cents. It doesn't exist uh, anymore. We're talking current currency. Currency being short for current. It was the one that I used the most to get for me to get. I I was a big fan of the five cent coin because those are the ones you were more common to find on the side of the road, and you could get five TNTs at the dairy when I was uh, intermediate. And you know, I would always be like, "Man, God is good." All right, that's about all the time we have for today's show. We're into the outro. If you've listened this far, thank you so much. We're gonna give you some behind the scenes goss. I don't even think we have any behind the scenes. I don't even really think we have any. Harry's handwriting. God awful. Um, yeah, mine's not great either, but it's 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 palatable. Yeah, you can read it almost. We've all got our faults. You have too many cups on your desk. Well, Harry can't write to save his life. As of this moment, Liam's leaving us. And I have a receding hairline, so we're all... Yeah, no one's perfect. I no can't dance, perfect. actually, that's been on my mind. Really? Yeah, like, it's it's sad. It makes me sad that I feel this way about dancing, but, like, dancing is so embarrassing to me. Like, I, when you go to a party, or your friends are like, let's go out to the clubs, let's go dancing. I don't know what I'm doing, and, the, like, the idea of being there dancing, mm. like, moving my body, I'm so, like, th- overthinking it that I don't have fun, and it's like, I don't enjoy it it feels really embarrassing to me like i'm scared i just think when you're chubby everything's embarrassing like there was that poor man who was like dancing at a show and someone like took a photo oh of him. and they were like look at this guy fun of him, right? he's not skinny but then yeah all these I saw people that, yeah. tried to do a nice thing for him by throwing him a big dance party and mm. being like no it's okay to dance which was lovely but if that happened to me i'd be mortified just yeah. leave me alone like i don't want any sympathy about being bad at dancing just leave me yeah. alone like let me sit in the corner and be weird and annoying i think there's like um like my like honest opinion about like dancing is like it's supposed to be fun so if you're having fun that's cool like if you can dance really well cool but like if you're dancing at the club like you're just supposed to be having fun it shouldn't matter what it looks like but on the flip side don't beat yourself up because you were genetically predisposed to not have that level of rhythm you know like white people didn't have cultural dances yeah. We do. Well, I mean, I, like, I, however, like just to just I to come Irish, to your defense, but I don't yeah. know how to do Irish dance. Yeah, you can't do it, Jake. Eh? Not it's well. Right. When you um, when you do your salmon, um, tato, like your bear, at the end they crack the egg on you, they lift the tapu, they and then you're supposed to get up and you're supposed to siva, you're supposed to dance, and that's so that while you're dancing, everyone around you can see your tato. It's like to show it off. And I started dancing, and immediately the kofunga was like sent all these other guys up to dance with me because he felt bad because I couldn't dance. But in my defense, I was in god awful pain. I was in agony. I feel like you like, can dance. I genuinely feel like you can. Just dance. feel like I can dance. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm not bad. I, I got a rhythm, but like also like yeah. You know, I'm like there was a time where I like I loved the good old Nene. You remember that that no, period? Yeah. But I'm too big to be out here at the mall jerking. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> Teach me how to duggy. Like I'm too big for that. Like you see me do a pin drop. Like what's wrong with you, bro? I like I. You know what? I really would love to. I'd love to Vogue. I think that. I think Vogue looks so cool. Do you man. know what? I did learn one dance move when um, I was in year nine, and mm. it's the one dance that I still remember because I'm so bad at dancing. It's the only one I know, and it goes like it goes like this. This is for the cameras. This is for the. This is for the visual. This is great audio show. content. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
that's it. Oh wow, Evie just <laughs> Evie just cut shapes basically. That was pretty sick. Nah, shapes. Yeah, no, nah, never been good at dancing. I like I always like music wise, like wanting to be in, like involved in music. I would rather be like playing the instruments, mm. like just playing bass absolutely terribly for everybody, and then I don't have to, I can just bop around with it. You How do emos I, dance at concerts? Do you guys just like? Oh, it really depends. Like, it really depends. I feel like some, some like, you know, like sort of shoegazy shows, everyone's just standing around. That's a bit boring for me. Yeah. But then the, the other side of that is like, can I dance? No. Do I like to get in a mosh pit and just like el- throw fucking elbows oh around? Oh my yeah. God, I would like. Thing. I'd love to go to a rock concert just so I can hit a mosh pit and just start swinging. It's real fun. Yeah. yeah it's real fun. I feel like yeah. I'd really enjoy that. Do you reckon like Lana Del Rey does like a good mosh? Yeah, I, I think Lana Del Rey has lived a lot of lives that we don't know about, yeah, you know? Yeah. Like, I think that's She's like, just like, play the pit! <laughs> make, a, make a circle! All <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> well, these, like, 16-year-old girls just, yeah! Like, yeah, I love that. I wonder that. what it's like at a, a T-Swizz show for that. Do you reckon T-Swizz has an I feel like they're more like a stampede type of crowd, you know I, what I mean? A lot of, like, like, crying, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just imagine and, like a security guards like you know how they um you know how like summertime the security guards have just like spray bottles of water yeah, I feel like they're just hosing down Taylor Swift fans like just straight down. gushing like calm like, down yeah 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 get off the fence <laughs> like yeah I feel like they're that kind of yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's what you're expecting there yeah I'd love to go to uh, I, I feel like the one mosh that I would love nothing more than to get in amongst of is idols yeah. I feel like they'd have a gangster mosh. It, yeah, it was good. Yeah. I wasn't oh, yeah, in it. That's where um, you went. Ah! No, you loved it. The whole time I was there, I was like, oh, I would have loved this one. Yeah, that would have been yeah. a good one. No, it was a great show. Um, I think I've been in some... I, I was in a mosh pit once for a band called Trivium, which I don't expect you to know. No. And um, that was one of the scariest things that ever happened to me. But it was that's real fun. Yeah. But it was like, oh, wow, yeah, these guys... This guys are real gonna hit me in the face, eh? Like yeah. it was real. It was, but it was fun. I think but. my just to close this off before we wrap up, my favorite mosh pit I ever seen was actually at Tyler the Creator because I don't know why, but like that dude's fans is everyone, and I saw what it looked like an entire first fifteen team make a mosh pit circle, and I watched those dudes sunny bill each other oh, at like no. full tit, like just throttle each other, and I was just like, wow, that is hilarious. That looks like fun, but someone definitely got hurt. Yeah. Like, a hundred percent somebody couldn't play that weekend. Like, it was remarkable. Anyway, uh, speaking of great shows, that is us for today. We hope you have enjoyed it. Um, we will be back. Uh, oh, I love making this joke. We'll see you guys next month. Ah, ah, ah. Yeah, this is the dad jokes coming out. But, um, yeah, hope you have a wonderful weekend. Uh, and as we always say, till fast we four and... Carcates. St- wait. See you next Tuesday. Ah. Yes! Yeah. Thanks so much.